I hope you like Norwegian black metal, because I don't do earbuds. <laughs> New earbuds! <laughs> <laughs> the third episode of my podcast or is it the fourth i'm not entirely sure i'm pretty sure it's the third it's kind of funny i literally announced a podcast i made two episodes and then i disappeared for six months so that's cool i'm back and i am so excited to start sharing music with you again and start telling you about a lot of the ideas i've had over these last few months about you know i mean the entire world is different right i left and this wasn't happening we weren't in quarantine we weren't in lockdowns we weren't you know, wearing masks everywhere. It's crazy. It's just like a different, it's a whole different game. So we're going to be doing a lot of talking about music, of course, but I also am probably going to pivot sometimes to talk more about how to operate and how to be a band and how to exist in a music community when the main thing that used to bring us all together, you know, which was going to shows and getting on the road, that is gone. You know, it's, it's affecting everything. And there's a lot I can say about it. But I don't want to talk about that yet. I just want to address it and let you know that I'm thinking of it. I also, you know, there's so much more important shit going on right now in this world than this podcast. So um, I just want to make clear, that if you don't care about this, that's totally okay, because there's a lot more important stuff to care about right now. But if you do care, I have some great music to share with you um, that has come out basically since the start of summer, and um, we've got a lot of music to talk about. So I'm just going to get that started. I'm just going to jump right into it. Here we go. Party with the kids who want to party with you. You're already in deep, you want to watch with the queue. Santa's a complex, just no one taught it to you Keep that in mind every day, everything that you do Someone might be listening to you When you're coming up with something to say That I had to get it started with was Bad Moves uh, Party with the kids who want to party with you. Uh, Bad Moves is an awesome band. They're like power pop, but with like this really politically sassy kind of attitude. And they are based out of DC. You may be familiar with them. I've talked about them for a while. I've been a fan for a while. But they just put out a record called Untenable back in June and on Don Giovanni. It's just, it's great. It's a great record. And I feel like the more people listen to it, the more the word sort of spreads that like, this isn't just like a random thing. This is like a legit record. It's like really fun and really smart. They did like four or five singles before the record came out. And every single one of them had a great music video. And what I loved about it also was like, some of their videos were made after all the lockdown stuff happened. So they had to sort of get creative, you know, from, you know, single to onward, basically, and had to create content and really make roll out this album in a way that they'd never even thought of or prepared for by not being able to be together and, and what they normally would do. I remember when I came on board, we had like a really fun like video chat with every member of the band in their own separate spaces. And we were just talking about the record and everything. It was, it was cool, but it was also just like, wow, this is so strange, you know? Um, so I give it up to them because they persevered through a really crazy and unprecedented challenge and still got through it and put out one of the best records of the year. I'm going to play a little bit more of a track called Working for Free. I could play so many clips from this record and you would probably love it. So just go check it out. It's called Untenable. I'm going 
know what they're about Living up to let you down Moving right along, um, let's talk about Into It Over It. Uh, that song that we just heard a clip of is called Living Up to Let You Down. It was the first single that came out from their new record, Figure, that comes out September 18th on Triple Crown Records. Um, that track, streaming everywhere, um, that came back, like I said, came out in July. It has a great uh, animated video for it, lyric video for it, that you can check out on the Triple Crown YouTube channel. But yeah, let's talk about Figure. Let's talk about Intuit Over It. You know, um, This is the first new music from Intuit Over It in four years. This is a really big deal. And I was back in January, I was at an Oso Oso show. They were playing with Joyce Manor. And I was at the Glass House in Pomona. I was six months pregnant, seven months, I think I was seven months pregnant. And I was chilling, you know, uh, watching Oso. And, you know, there were people in front of me that were a little tall and it was, you know, kind of getting in my way and it was all good. I was just chilling, you know. I did that thing where, you know, when somebody sees you and they're, they, it, you feel like they're waving at you and you, you know who they are. So you're like, oh, they're waving at me. So you wave back, but they're not making eye contact with you. And it's what you find out is that they're waving at somebody that's either directly in front of you or directly behind you. Okay, that thing happened that night because I saw my friend Kevin Silva coming down the hallway at the glass house facing me and waving. And so I waved at him, but it turns out he was waving at Evan Weiss, who was standing directly in front of me. He was one of the tall people that was standing in front of me watching also. It was funny because, like, you know, it was a little awkward at first, but I hadn't seen Evan in a long time. We hadn't talked in a long time, so it was nice to catch up, but it was just sort of one of those funny moments for me. Evan asked about my dog, Maggie, which was great. I loved that he thought of my beautiful little girl. Um, and then, you know, we caught up. We talked about, you know, no earbuds stuff, and he told me that he had a record and that it was almost done. And I was really excited because, I, you know, like I said, first music in four years, some of that entered over stuff from that era really spoke to me and really, like, defined a time for me when I was like transitioning out of working for a major label and trying to find my footing back into the the genre and the music that I really loved you know the reason I got into and wanted to work in music was because I wanted to work with music I liked not because I just wanted to be around music you know I just I wanted to specifically be around music I loved you know because that was like, okay, that would be rad. Like, I want to help the bands I like, and I want to help them become huge so that someday somebody like me, when I was younger, can hear it, and just, like, it changes the course of their life. Um, so I was really excited to work on his, to, to hear his record, at least, and, you know, as the conversations continued through the spring, and I found out I was going to be able to work on it with him. I mean, this has been awesome. You <laughs> know, this is, this is a really cool thing for me. So um, I'm excited for the record. Like I said, it's out September 18th. He's got more singles coming and more videos and things like that. So I will probably be talking about this record again before it comes out in September. So I'm going to just skip right to the next track. It's called We Prefer Indoors. It just came out this week. And I'm just going to let you hear it. Because it's just it's one of the best songs on record. So.
be so canceled. That's epic. That's almost as epic as the opening line to that song, which is, let's smash to a podcast. Um, That's crazy. I I mean, there is nobody in the game right now, like Sarah Tudson, of Illuminati Hotties. And that song you just heard is off of the surprise new Illuminati Hotties album, Free IH. This isn't the one you've been waiting for. came out in July. I was so honored to be someone who got to hear it about a month and a half earlier and the team hit me up and Sarah hit me up and they shared the record with me and I remember they were like you know we've heard a lot about you the whatever whatever is a specific you know very special type of record so check it out and let us know what you think and I remember I put it on and I was like what the fuck (laughs) like it didn't sound anything like what I would have expected it to sound like and that's the coolest thing in the world to me so I Listened to it a bunch, got to talk to them a bunch, got to talk to Sarah about everything about the record and what she was dealing with when she was writing it and how it came to be. And this is just one of the coolest things I've heard all year. And I think if you spend some time with it, you're just going to be absolutely blown away with it. The story behind all of it, too, is is pretty intense to think about. And, and it's Sarah really, like, unleashing some serious emotions that she had at a time, you know, when she was dealing with some music industry shit, you know, some bullshit. And... This, you know, this will probably not be the first time that I address the, the situation that happened with Sarah and her record label, Tiny Engines, because at some point I want to talk about it more. I really do, because I want to talk about my own experience with an, an indie label imploding, um, which a lot of you obviously know about. So we'll get there. We'll get there at some point, I guess. Uh, but for now, I just love this record. I love Sarah. I think she's one of the most creative and talented people not just in our scene, but like in any scene, like Sarah is going to do this thing for a long time and nothing is going to get in her way. And I fucking love that. So I'm going to play one more song from Free IH. I haven't decided which song yet because here I am just recording the, the podcast and I hadn't, I hadn't even decided. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put on Frequent Letdown. That song is just stupid catchy. Uh, but there's so many moments on that record that are just stupid catchy and still so punk. It's amazing. I can't believe she pulled that off. Um, I mean, I can, but you know what I mean. Just sometimes you hear something and it's just so well thought out and so well produced and just so, so epic on every level. You're just like, you got to throw it up. You know, like, you got to give them the credit where it's due. So yes, Free AH out now streaming. There might be mine on the left. I doubt it, but you can check it out. Check it out. here in LA but they're originally from Chicago and I first heard Young Jesus 
while ago, I was seeing one of the bands that I was working with called Meat Wave from Chicago. Uh, Meat Wave was playing at the Bootleg Theater here in Los Angeles, and Young Jesus played with them. I mean, it was it was some heady shit. You know, you really had to get into the zone and really flow with them. And at the time, I remember kind of mentally noting that I thought it was cool, but I, I never really followed up from there. You know, it was just sort of like, I thought that was a great performance, and I would see it again. You know, but I didn't really do much engagement from there. Years later, I'm presented with, check out, you know, I've been listening to their music, I've been paying attention, but I'm presented with this record, and it's called Welcome to Conceptual Beach. And I heard heard it in its very early stages, not just when it was finished. I heard it as it was being created, and it challenged me, you know? It really did, and the listens I gave it, you know, I found myself really wholeheartedly listening and really, like, tuning out everything else, and... I mean, I don't know when with a child, when am I ever going to be able to do that again with a song, you know, or with a record. So I have a lot of love for this record from hearing it from its early stages till now and a lot of love for the process, a lot of love for just the grandiosity of it all. I think they've created a universe on this album that feels like somewhere I can go to, you know, Um, it's it's very cool. And I think a lot of people are going to get something out of it as well. The album called Welcome to Conceptual Beach came out August 14th. Album just came out basically on Saddle Creek. And I'm sure there's some records left or some merch that you can pick up from them just to kind of keep them moving and, you know, support the band. It's really hard right now because bands can't go on the road to make any money. So they've got to just kind of hustle online and you know, if you can share their tracks and, like, listen to the album, like, that stuff means a lot. Like, head to Bandcamp and pick it up. That means even more, you know. Um, so please check this one out. I'm going to play more of that same track, Unknowing, because it's my favorite track on the record. And I just, it's the, the song that sold me, you know, the song that really swept me up. It, for some reason, it just reminds me so much of Radiohead. So, I and I really appreciate that. So um, I'm going to play more of Unknowing, and then we're going to wrap up the episode. I'm going to talk about them more in the next episode, but I want to just quickly say, please listen to Thank You, I'm Sorry, their new record. I'm glad we're friends. It's out today, and there's some great singles on it. Um, I really love the song Backpack Life, but, you know, this. And also, How Many Slugs is an instant classic. So, yeah, go check that record out, and we're going to talk more about it in the next episode. And I'm also going to suggest phony we're gonna end the episode i want y'all to hear this song it's called turnstile effect we are gonna definitely talk more about phony on the next episode but right now turnstile effect streaming now the new album knock yourself out comes out next friday august 28th so check it out
Over. I'm going to do more in the next episode. Catch you on the flip of the flip.